Chapter 20! You can understand us. You've been carrying on like this all this time, Rashma blurted. The queen flinched and looked slightly offended. We can perfectly understand everything you say in your gobbly language, but you cannot understand us. Most of us won't speak to you in your language, the mermaid said, the large merman nodding quietly in approval. The mermaid gestured to the couple on the thrones. This is my beloved father and mother, who reign over us all, and I am Gersel. What is it that you want with us? Your Highness, we don't want any trouble. We are humans, I promise. When we dove into your... waters, my rings just... Your rings? Gersel said, grabbing Ilse's hand to examine it. The other mermaids trilled with awe. The king's eyes widened, and he strained his neck to see them. Gersel tried to touch them, but immediately pulled her hand away and hissed. "'Say I very much like the tail, say,' Gersel said, examining the rings closely but not reaching to touch them again. "'Who gave them to you? And how are you able to wear them?' "'They belong to me,' Ilse said, pulling her hand back. Her speech was followed by an amount of hissing and scowling. She tried again. "'I need them to help Ladala.' "'What does she want with us?' Gersel hissed. The king's eyes narrowed. She's the one that sent us here, Rashma said. We have to stop the Ilderims, Elsie added quickly. At this, the queen arose from her sitting place and began yelling at her husband, which Elsie was glad she couldn't understand. She kept pointing accusingly at her right between her eyes. The guards grabbed Elsie and Rashma again and lifted them by their arms. The king tried to patiently lead his queen back to her seat and wearily leaned his chin into his hand. Elsie wished she could bury herself in sand again. The warriors around them stiffened, awaited command, and the mermaid attendants fled in the wake of their queen's ferocious fury. If there was any group of people that deserved to be destroyed mercilessly, it is those fiends. What I wouldn't give to slaughter one or two myself, Gersel hissed. And that's just what I feel. You should be glad you cannot understand what everyone else feels. If not for their guiltless necks, they would raid and kill us all. They did raid my homeland. They tried to kill my clan. I think I know a bit about wanting revenge, and so does Reshma, Ilse pressed. And now they are trying to find me, because I can wear these rings. We've come for your help to stop the Ilderim from getting too powerful. I think you're much mistaken, Gersel countered, for we have good reasons to believe that they are looking for my father, the king, not a normal human girl. The king? Ilse said, trying to avoid staring at the eye on his forehead. But he doesn't have Swift, does he? Silly girl, you couldn't possibly know what you're talking about, Gersel returned, folding her arms and clenching her jaw. However, the king spoke and Gersel turned in surprise. She protested vehemently, but her father just shook his head. He held his wife's hand and calmly spoke with his daughter. Her shoulders sagged a bit and glowered at Ilse and Reshma. My father wishes to hear your message, Gersel said quietly. She slapped her fin in the water as she swam towards her mother and sat next to her with a stiff and cold posture, not taking her eyes off Ilse. Ilse suddenly felt the grip on her arms loosen and she sank slowly in the water like an anchor. She landed on a large rock before the king and queen, but felt that her view made them look larger and taller. She timidly began her story, starting with how she discovered her powers. She told them about the Ildrum's doings. She told them about Ravenna. She explained enough to prove she had nothing to hide. The queen looked pleadingly towards the king, as he instead looked at Ilse and thought. The king began staring straight into Ilse's eyes, and she couldn't turn away. He murmured something, and the eye on his forehead suddenly blinked and flashed brightly for a brief moment. 
Ilse suddenly felt an unnatural feeling go through her spine, as if her thoughts were being examined, like someone leafing through a book. She finally broke eye contact with the king before looking at Gersel for an explanation. My father has the gift of understanding, one of the four elite powers. My father is the only merman with this power to decipher truth from lies, Gersel tried to explain. He says that your story is true, which is amazing considering your race. Reshma rolled her eyes at the remark. Why have you come here? Gersel shrugged. Why help us if you don't know us? The Ilderums collect people, Elsie said, gripping the rock. They put people in their army that are special. I don't know why. They use their minds and ungodly magic to control people. They've already raided the elven realm. They'll come for you. Ladala und her little Val, Gersel scoffed. If you think water and pointy forks will protect you, you're sadly mistaken, Elsie found herself saying. If you support Ladala, she can help you. Help us how? Gersel shrugged. She has her own problems and her own people to worry about. Her city was just invaded, as you said. And she can help us? Why send two young humans to give her own message? Do you not remember? Ilse said, gesturing to her own hand. My father would do many better things with those rings than you, Gersel replied once she noticed the shine. He will take them from you if he so chooses. So you accept? Ilse asked, her voice unnaturally shrill. Your father is willing to help stop the Ilderim? Because I plan to help stop them with these rings. I don't know if there is a better cause than that. How dare you, two-legged... Stop, a deep voice interrupted. Gersel turned around and realized that voice belonged to her father. Ilse snapped her mouth shut, forgetting that she was the only one needing translating. He simply said, They are guests. Be kind. Your Majesty... Ilse began, not sure how to address him. Will you consider our offer? To be allies? He stared at her again, the piercing eye focused on her. He groaned and muttered and looked to his daughter beseechingly. She sighed in annoyance and looked to Ilse and said tartly, If you want to consider your offer, we will call on you. You can leave us in peace until then. Is that a no? Ilse replied tersely. Yes, now leave, Gersel said before excusing herself. Ilse curled up against a large rock protruding out of the sand and tried to control her fin. She tried lifting her lower body to make it flap against the sand, but it slinked back and forth instead. It was useless to try. She was lost without her legs. She let go of the rock and her arms rested weakly at her sides. This is so stupid, she moaned loudly. We get transformed into mermaids and we can't even swim. We've been sent here on Ladala's ridiculous errand and Gersel is the only one who can talk to us. This isn't what I expected. Well, Reshma answered, at least I haven't seen a Yildirim for days, or however long we've been here. What's wrong? Ilse felt lumps of frustration in her throat, threatening to surface and explode. I just thought this would be easier. I thought Ladala would be able to help us take care of this. Now we're just two lame mermaids trying to convince the Sea King that he's stupid if he doesn't join our side, Ilse said through gritted teeth. What am I going to say or do to get them to reconsider? They deserve what they get. Her fists shook slightly and she tried to calm down and swallow her anger. You both are much too young, Gersel's soft voice murmured. Reshma turned her head to see Gersel gliding smoothly towards them. What are you doing here? Reshma muttered. Gersel glared at her and Reshma paused. Gersel was treading water slightly and loomed over Reshma and Ilse. If you let me talk, I might try to help you, you know, she replied coldly. Reshma frowned slightly in contempt and waited for Gersel to continue. Help us how, exactly? Ilse asked. 
We're only here to try and help you. Sat remains to be seen. You have quite the load on your shoulder. I'm sure you two won't even understand the extent of it, Gersel continued, looking at Reshma. You're the second person I've met that has one of the four elite powers. The four elite powers? Reshma asked incredulously. Gersel rolled her eyes at Reshma. You love the sound of your voice, don't you? My father and Ilse here possess two of the four powers. They are fortune, understanding, swift, and entice. There's a man named Aldon, the leader over all of the Hyildurums, who wishes to possess all four powers to add to his strength, Gersel said. Lady Ladala already told me a bit about this, Ilse said, but why would he even try? To have all four, it would make you more powerful than every living creature. To be able to possess all four would be, Gersel explained, like being what you humans call a god. A god? Reshma whispered. But people can't become gods, can they? You're asking one who doesn't believe in a deity in the sky, but in the ocean, Gersel replied smugly. Besides, those powers are dangerous enough alone. To combine all four is foolish. How is it even possible for one person to have all four? Isn't it passed down in the family? Elsie asked. Gersel rolled her eyes and began plucking seaweed blades out of the sand. We don't know that. We hope he's running after a foolish desire. Reshma snorted. The mermaid definitely preferred to know things rather than admit lack of information. As for you, Gersel said, smoothly sailing at Reshma, why exactly are you traveling with her anyway? In it for the scenic route? No, Reshma answered defensively and hastily. Unlike most, I'd like to help my friends, even if there's no visible reward on hand. Plus, my family's in danger. The royal family has compassion on protecting one's family, am I right? Hmm, Gersel returned. Well, you'll be doing a lot of helping with no sight of any form of reward for a long time, if you live that long. Ilse shot her friend a look as if to reassure her of the opposite. Reshma just stood there with a set jaw. Why are you telling us all this? Reshma said. To prove to you just how ridiculously little you know about what you have promised to do for your lady, Gersel returned. You're both mad if you think that you know enough or can do enough to help us. We should just go, Ilse muttered. They don't deserve our help, but this is how they'll treat us. After Gersel excused herself once more, Ilse collapsed in their private space away from the rest of the court. It was rough, but they didn't exactly reject you, Reshma said. Why are you not as angry as I am? Ilse said. We're risking a lot just to come here to send them a message, and they won't take it. This is a battle we're talking to them about, not a guild or secret society, Reshma responded. Besides, I am mad, but I'm more stubborn than they are. We can keep talking to them at least until we figure out how to get our legs back. You're right, Ilse sighed. She looked at her hand as they swam. She wondered how long the fin would stay there and when the rings would somehow decide to change them into something else. Despite their usefulness, she had no idea how to control them. I just wish they weren't so stubborn. Well, how did Lodala convince you? Reshma asked. Ilse shot her a quick look, her eyebrows pinned together in annoyance. You make it sound like I was fooled into this responsibility, she said. I believe that she can really help. She seems to have a lot of power herself and know a lot of powerful people who could do something. They just need more people to join them rather than fight them. So you were impressed by her skill set? Stop that, Ilse returned, pounding her hand on the rock. Her claw-like nails drove into her flesh and she muffled a remark. She can help me. She can help me help my father and whoever else is hopefully still alive. Okay, Reshma said. 
That's exactly why I'm for it too. It's personal. So, you've got to get personal with them. Ilse paused and reflected on the notion. I have to make them feel uncomfortable. Like they would lose something precious if they don't join us. Don't threaten them, Reshma scoffed. They already don't think we should be taken seriously. The king does, a little, Ilse answered. Or he at least believes me. Then maybe you should appeal to him, rather than Gersel or whoever doesn't want to understand. 